0: Welcome to the Trades Podcast, a podcast about the business of home improvement and promoting the trades to young adults. In this podcast, we talk with business owners, educators, and professionals about the benefits, skills, and related experiences of the home improvement business, tips to help you with being successful from entry into the trades, or established business owners. In this podcast, we hope to influence some young adults that the trades, as a career, is a great option leading to full and prosperous life. I'm Danny Torres, an MC, DJ, and podcaster, inspiring young adults by shining light onto career opportunities in our world today.
1: And I'm Jeff Mudd, home improvement contractor,
0: writer of the Millionaire Carpenter Series, and podcaster. Stay tuned to 15 to 20 minutes of insightful tips. Welcome, welcome everybody. Here we are in the Trades Podcast. My name is Danny, DJ Danny.
1: And I'm Jeff Mudd.
0: And here we are. What a wonderful uh, Thursday that it is. A beautiful day in May. Uh, Jeff, we are here sitting down with you today.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited. It's a chance to talk a little bit about how some young adults can benefit from getting into the trades.
0: Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's exactly what our goal is with this podcast. And um, again, you know, I'm really excited that we were able to really come together and do this with each other. And uh, just kind of, even just understanding your background of how you got into the trades company, trades business, trades industry, and um, you know, just really how you how you have a really good story on on uh, on how you got to this point, pretty much.
1: Well, um, we all have life stories, and you know, in my early twenties, it was nothing glamorous. I was uh, not the the best of a. Uh, students in school and you know, had a few problems and kind of just fell into working for other people doing handyman projects. So when I look back, I had a really strong background in home improvements and maintenance work, but I also look back, what if I would have specifically looked at a trade and got a, a good education or some vocational training early on, how much farther I could have excelled in that. And that's one of my goals, to learn from my mistakes, be up front and talk about it, and influence some young adults that the trades are absolutely a worthy career, a good-paying career, something you can support your family on and have a great life, you know, take away the mystique of not going to college, you know, not going, you know, not going into debt because of college you can start off with your in your 20s and have a great career doing something that you enjoy and you love and have fun and still have a life afterwards and honestly you know if you're 35 and find out your passion is you know being a a mountaineer you know now you've got the resources because you've had a good life to get there or whatever your passion
0: turns out to be yeah absolutely and i mean uh and just to you know kind of get some quick background on you uh At what age did you find yourself in the trades industry?
1: So like I said, all through my 20s, I had some various jobs. But in my late 20s, I was basically working for a maintenance company, um, doing apartment renovations and stuff. So I had a variety of tasks. Um, Some of the renovations required carpentry work. And by the time I was uh, 30, I had a small handyman business, you know, Few few different employees. I was trying to be an entrepreneur, and it was a good run, but I had my first kid at thirty, and had to get a real job. So by the time I was thirty one, I was working for a local termite company, uh, doing termite damage repairs.
0: Okay, yeah, and I mean, you mentioned earlier, you know, that you were working with other in other professions in other areas of you know your maintenance. Um, Did you see? you know, the benefits of working in the trades uh, that allowed you to get, uh, um, you know, I guess more information, I guess more uh, experience to kind of bring in from other professions that you were in, you know, from the other maintenance jobs?
1: So, so the different jobs that I had definitely gave me a very broad skill set um, that I could take on to uh, the termite damage repair. I definitely, when I was working on a customer's house, uh, doing some termite damage after a termite inspection. I knew why the, the framing was that way from working on a house previously. I knew how it incorporated the siding and the, the stucco and how it was connected to the foundation. Um, so having a whole big picture helps me be a, a really good termite tech at the time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's great to hear that um, I mean, you saw a little bit more benefit from the trades industry to provide some more info on how to you know grow within the company and kind of see exactly your path into uh the trades industry- uh,
1: absolutely so i I was like i said in my late twenties I did start a handyman business had that entrepreneurial spirit um but needed something a little more stable I still wasn't uh experienced enough to continue running a business, and we had a little bit of a recession at the uh, end of the 80s also. Um, So working for a stable termite company definitely helped uh, define the career path that was available to me working for a a little bit larger company, and that brought me through the different levels of uh, licensing. So I was able to get my inspector's license and my trader's license, and then I moved into doing full-time termite inspections, which essentially is a sales consulting job. You know, you have to go in, do an inspection, determine what needs to be done, and then you're consulting with the homeowner or the real estate agent and telling them how it needs to be done, why it needs to be done, here's the rules it needs to be done by, and convincing them through a sales process that, you know, here's the price. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I think that's great info. And, um, you know, for everybody out there, uh, we're – Uh, recording right here from the north san diego business chamber um uh, location here in rancho bernardo so uh shout out to them yeah really
1: grateful they let us use the room here
0: yeah beautiful room you know nice and spacious and uh we're not in a little cramped studio i'm thinking i think that's a that's a good feeling to have too yeah so um jeff next question i was gonna kind of you know go into something that i that we uh we thought would really ni- be nice to uh share would be uh do you know of any re- resources that would benefit any young adults through you know the trades industry um information that you have and have experience? well
1: the the world is definitely changing in digital right now danny i mean you can learn a lot shutting off the tv and watching youtube um you can learn specific skill sets on how to. I mean, currently I'm watching some wood turning videos on how to do wood turning projects at home for myself yeah. as a hobby. You'd be amazed. Um,
0: you can be amazed what you find on YouTube. <laughs> abso-
1: absolutely. Um, I wish it was around uh, in my younger days. Um, so that, that's one direction. But one of the goals here at the tradespodcast.com as we uh, interview and get in contact with more people. We want local San Diego resources for young adults to go through that they can click on and have direct contact with training institutions, vocational schools, the plumbing schools, uh, welding schools here in San Diego. There's a lot of local uh, vocational schools that are uh, great resources th- for young adults that have financial assistance to go through. Um, later on, we're going to talk with uh, some of the guys from the different unions in here. You know, and the apprenticeship programs and how that all dials out. Um, There's job placement assistance programs. Um, So, we're going to talk to some people from Workforce San Diego, I think is one of the great uh, resources here for San Diego. So, all that we're going to get posted as we uh, talk and uh, define them on uh, the com.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it goes to show again, you know, even with some other interviewers that we uh, had on the show. the type of hands-on training that they provide too, you know, they have certain resources and uh, there are certain companies that that really put you in there and they really train you to be, you know, to carry on a career and a and a skill that you can use past their company.
1: Yeah, absolutely, great point, Danny. So there's a lot of employers here in San Diego at this time that are just dying for uh, motivated young adults to come in and learn their craft. Um, they'll teach them how to do uh, p- painting or plumbing or HVAC or, or welding, you know. Um, you have to pay your dues, you got to work, but you're going to learn a trade that will make you a good living if you can you know, have a good mindset and you know, overcome the basics of getting to work every day on time and you know, having some motivation. So we'll definitely put out uh, different uh, employers that we talk to that are hiring and what their expectations are.
0: Uh, Yeah, Jeff, so, uh, you know, moving on, uh, one thing I really wanted to ask you is, um, you know, how do you recommend a young adult on how to pick a career within the trades, you know, with so many, you know, options out there, and so many, uh, you know, different, uh, you know, uh, um, different things that you can really see out there, you know, that you can do within the trades industry, I mean, how do you, how does someone really choose?
1: Well... There's lots of different ways you can choose, Danny. Um, one of the things, you, you can look back on what was uh, fun in school for you, you know, were, were you, uh, the, the guy that always played chess, you know, you probably might be going to college. But if you're the guy that played football, and then when football practice was over and you had to go out there and help your dad, you know, plant the roses, and he liked the English style of no, uh, no form and no layout – but you like the everything in a row and laid out correctly, you know, um, that might be a clue on your personality and your traits there, you know, if you were the um, the girl in school. And that leads me to the one of the stories in the Millionaire Carpenter book.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, um, one that you know, I think uh, we were talking about it earlier, uh, Sally the Tile Setter.
1: Yeah, Sally the Tile Setter. Um, so t- Sally, in her school, you know, her friends knew her as a smart, energetic, friendly girl, but they know she hated the book work. But when she had projects to do in different areas of school, you know, she was the, the go-to person to get them done. Um, she did a, a, a diorama thing for uh, testing the radiant heat on, with light bulbs and stuff. And uh, her and her group, you know, they, they got first prize on that. Um, so she was creative, and she knew how to figure things out. You know, and, her, and her story goes on to tell about when she graduated high school. She didn't know what to do. Her uncle lived, you know, a few hours away. He was a remodeling contractor. So she went and spent the weekend with him, you know, and spent all weekend talking. And, you know, he pressed the point, pressed the point with some questions and uh, hooked her up with a tile contractor in the area so she went back home packed her stuff a couple weeks later you know moved in with her uncle rented the bedroom and went to work as a uh, tile setters helper you know he's an old guy and he's hurt it's hard to work on tile you're on your knees a lot you know so she was doing the cleanup but she put the extra effort in you know watching videos reading books ac- asking questions learning the craft and you know she moved right up the ladder she's doing projects on her own she was um Had a reputation working for the company. She made more money, you know. Got her own car. That was a goal of hers out of high school: get a car. Um, So the story goes on and on. You know, her her mom got sick. You know, five six years later, she had to move back home. But she, you know, still needed a job to pay the bills. So she's doing the research. You know, where can I get a job as a tile setter here? Found a homeowner uh, post online for somebody to come out and redo their kitchen bathroom I think our our master bathroom all the tile Um, and she pitched him got a great side job made some money Uh, homeowners were super impressed they referred her to you know a couple of neighbors you know three or four side jobs later her business started you know give her a few more years she had her contractor's license great reputation it's just a fantastic uh, story of success in the trades, working your way up, being willing to start at the bottom and learn the craft, putting in the extra effort, showing up on time, you know, and being uh, in line with who your personality is, your skill sets. And so I, I really liked it was a, a great story that I had to tell.
0: Awesome story. Awesome, awesome story. Because, uh, I mean, just like you mentioned, it really just stems back to her original, you know, passion, you know, started in, in grade school you know, from, you know, from her class projects to helping, um, you know, you know, have certain skills that maybe she didn't realize at that time, but when it came down to it, where she had to, you know, she wanted to set goals for herself, uh, what she wanted on her personal side of life, but how was she going to get there? And she found her, she used her passion to really tap into that tile market.
1: Uh, Absolutely. Danny. Yeah. I think it's, How do you recognize the things you've done in school or you've done at home to define what will be a good fit for you in the the trades, you know, make you feel fulfilled and happy and successful, you know, in the trades? Some people are going to find the monotony of um, going to a customer's house every day, you know, the same old house doing a remodel for four months is not that fulfilling for them others might look at that you know this is a six month project and you know feeling super fulfilled when the project is complete and looking at it you know others want to see a you know a different set of rose bushes every day
0: yeah exactly
1: (laughs) so everybody's different so digging in and finding what you know fits with you and Draws it out, you know, talk to your parents and people, you know, you know, Um, it's not all about that college recruiter and going into debt and getting a degree in something that you really don't care about when you're done.
0: Yeah, which unfortunately a lot of folks are kind of uh, falling into that category right now. Um, But it's just a matter of, you know, really, like you said, being in tune of who, um, you know, where you see yourself in life and just kind of figuring out, you know, where where that path is going to take you and i think it's something that we mentioned earlier where you know whether it happens now right out of high school you know or you know years down the road that you realize that uh there's other opportunities out there for you within uh these style trades industries
1: absolutely i know a local deck builder here in san diego that college degree went to corporate america you know by the time he was 30 he realized he hates this stuff you know he took him till he was in his thirties to pay off the college uh, uh, debt, but it wasn't too late for him to change, and he is a very successful and happy new baby in the house. Um, yeah. Person switching gears, you know. Yeah, he's got great. he's got three or four people working for him, booked out for months. You know, a
0: great success story. Yeah, yeah, and and there's there's many of those out there, and there's a lot of uh, Sally's out there, you yeah, know, that are still trying to figure out. Um, you know, what it is that they might want to do. Um, and it's just a matter of, you know, really looking at yourself and really finding out what it is that you're really passionate about and what you're uh, happy with doing. Um, and there's a lot of resources out there. Also really tap into exactly, um, what exactly we want to do here. Uh, just head over to the tradespodcast.com and, uh, it's going to be a really valuable resource for a lot of, uh, younger generation folks. Uh, that uh, uh, tune in and and again you don't have to be young you don't have to be um, a certain you know age or you know person to be you know jumping on this train because um, you know this is going to be really a great resource for for all
1: absolutely you made a good point when we were talking earlier uh, offline that um, you, you know people that have worked at McDonald's and they've worked their way up to a manager in the hustle and bustle at a McDonald's. And McDonald's has done great in a lot of the areas of training young adults. Um, It's a first uh, job. They get a lot of great experience. But people can outgrow that, and it's not too late to decide, you know what? I'm tired of being a manager. I want to hustle, bustle. I want to use my hands. I want to build something, and I want to be part of something uh, bigger. I want to manage. I mean, varieties of reasons, you know, that um, you can shift in the middle of uh, your life or whatever age you're at. Yeah,
0: awesome, awesome, awesome. I I think uh, that really does cover, um, you know, all those resources that can really – Uh, help out the younger generation and what we're uh, doing here at the Trades Podcast. Uh, So thanks, Jeff.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to a lot more uh, interviews and talking to some business owners here in San Diego. And as we uh, branch out uh, nationally, I've got uh, some connections with uh, um, deck builders back east that uh, would really love to say their piece. Absolutely. Can't wait. Can't wait.